you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Who, la, and la. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 78 of the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on iTunes. Subscribe, comment, rate, and so on, won't you? Thanks so very much for that. And uh, seated to my immediate right here. Whoa, it's not uh, it's not that heavy set bald gentleman that's usually there, Adam Rank. No, who's sitting there? It's a, it's a it's a beautiful, it's a handsome devil all the way from England. Matter of fact, black tie behind the glass. Play his theme music, won't you? He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. He's handsome Hank from England, handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. Yes, it's handsome, Hank, filling the uh, the co-host chair. How are we, handsome? It's a, it's a big chair to fill, Dave. Uh, Adam, Adam has, yeah, uh, it's a big chair. Thank you for having me on today. Sure thing. Well, we decided to do earlier in the week. If you're just joining us, we decided to do a second podcast as much as possible. I'd like to get to that as uh, as football season draws nigh. I don't know, handsome, if you're aware of this. I imagine you are as the man who tends to the homepage at NFL.com. You know, we're now inside of seven weeks from kickoff. We're actually, it depends when you're listening, we're 48 days right now. 48 from the days, kickoff yeah, that's of why, the, of that's the why 2012 I left it season. 
Yeah. I, I went specific there. 48. Well, listen, uh, Rank may not be here in person, but he did uh, just a couple of days ago. He caught up with two noteworthy NFLers getting Ooh. ready for, uh, for the kickoff. A.J. Hawk of the Green Bay Packers and superstar rookie to be – I mean, I guess he's going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. RG3. Wow. Yeah, so uh, he caught up with both of those guys for a little cool. while. That's what happens at the NFL. You're just walking around. All of a sudden, you bump into Michael Irvin. You there know? he is. That's exactly. how it goes. Warren Sapp. Ooh, speaking of Sapp, we have coming up very soon, maybe by the time you're listening to this podcast, it'll in fact be on NFL.com, a brand new NFL. It's the wow. – it's, it's the animated segment, you know, it's our it's our butterfly effect segment. You know, we you know what it is, handsome, and many of you out there know what it is as well. I think it's the most requested thing that I do, with the possible exception people are looking for an off season shame report. You may have noticed there's been some nefarious uh goings on in the NFL. A few. That's what happens in July. Yeah. Too much free time, you free see. Free time. But let's not get bogged down. But so we have a new NFL, and it has its first guest star ever. And Dave, what's the subject of the new NFL? Can you can you Give that away now, or do you want people to wait and find out? I, I'll, I'll say this much. It has to do with the m- most famous missed kick in NFL history. Mm. Do you know what is our the most famous missed kick? Could be Ace Ventura. No. No, not that one? No. You're so caught up in your Miami Dolphins nonsense. All right. So, like I say, episode number 78 here, and uh, we have those interviews coming for you. Also, we're going to bring our two pals from uh, around the league, Sessler and Hanzoos, up here in just a minute. They they debate things on NFL.com on the Around the League blog, and uh, last week we brought them up here to great effect, I feel, to have uh, their debate on the air here about how Peyton Manning is going to do in 2012 this week. Best division in the NFL. Something I've been kibitzing about quite a bit over the last few months. So looking forward to to that. And in our first episode this week, we caught up with Santonio Holmes. He paid us a visit here in uh, Studio 66. Swell fella. We ate pretzels. We had some laughs. We talked about Tomlin versus Rex and Pittsburgh versus New York City and all that stuff. And some uh, reminiscences of his his dynamite catch in, in the Super Bowl. But the thing that caught a lot of attention, it's been getting a lot of play, is the fact that uh, that he said that the New York media needs to lay off. Either get on board with us or or, uh, or beat it. Yeah. That's and, what he said. And the fact that he punctuated with a uh, with a sort of crunch on a, on a pretzel, really, I think, I think that really drove it home. But it gets your goat because you don't like I pretzels. I don't like pretzels. Yeah. Well, speaking of food, there's a little bit of a scandal. The big Wait, guys, scand- before you get to that, did you guys know like the podcast this week is now number seven in iTunes Top Ten Sports Podcasts? Wow. Terrific. Yeah, Congratulations, 10. Dave. Moving on up, Dave. I would Got like to say congr- it was all my work, but uh, I know Hank. Congratulations in. to San Antonio. Mm. I'm happy for him. You know, yeah. he was deprived of that Super Bowl MVP, you this, know, but but this, I think, is a nice consolation prize. So Did you get to go to Disney as well? Terrific. Good for us. We're just renting space there. Yes. You know, yes. Dick Eisen, you know, he he resides there. He yep. owns a home in the top 10 of, yep. uh, of iTunes podcast. Perhaps one day. Perhaps one day for us, we You're can far away, we Dave. can put a, a a down payment on the, a proper home there, a permanent home. All right, so uh, you know, last year or months ago at least, handsome Hank mentioned he doesn't like pretzels, and no one in England does. He said nobody; they don't even sell them. He said you can't go into any store, any grocery store, and buy yourself pretzels, which I find hard to imagine. And a lot of people actually from the UK have weighed in and said, I don't know what Handsome's talking about. I've, I've had pretzels. I buy them. But anyway, that was a big controversy. There's a new one. 
there's a salad bar here at the uh, at the NFL at yes. the NFL Network, the uh, West Coast Nerve Center for the NFL, the NFL Network, NFL.com. And uh, there's a salad bar in there, and you know I like I enjoy a nice salad sometimes. Everyone does. Let, do they? Well, most most people. Yeah, I, I enjoy a rank. I don't think no, I've ever okay, enjoyed rank a salad. Rank is a salad dodger, but yeah, um, I, you know I like to you know I like my lettuce. I like the mm-hmm. mixed greens. I like the chickpeas, aka garbanzo beans. I think those are delicious. Yep. I like a little bit of blue cheese, crumbled blue cheese. Yep. And uh, I like a kidney bean, and and then I like to take. The hard-boiled egg. Now, a lot of people, a lot of salad bars, they slice it for you. You know, it's all it's sliced up. Sometimes they separate the yellow from the white. In this salad bar, they just throw the the peeled hard-boiled eggs whole right into a bin there. Right. Now, here's what I do, and I I I, I, I like a hard-boiled egg, but I don't like the yellow. I don't eat the yellow. I have no use for it. It's bad for you, from what they say. The white's good for your body to take right. in. So I like to have some. And so I take the ladle. I take the oversized spoony ladle thing, and I chop the egg in half. Then I use the flat end of the spoon, and I push down on the white so that it squeezes out the yellow. Then I scoop up the white, and I put it into my salad, and I do that three or four times. And but that- then where do you, you put you, the yellow bit you put in the trash or something? No, the yellow stays in the bin where it belongs. It's, it's, not, it's not going in my belly. Where am I going to put it? So I leave it there. I've asked. So I said. So somebody saw me do that yesterday, right. and they said that's not right to do that. So I summoned over an employee of the of the place, you know, and I said, "Do you have a problem with this?" I, you know, because I am. I people when I see people litter in public, I call them on it. I am. I absolutely yeah. have had more than one run in with people who drop their food, and I say, you know, another human being now has to clean up that mess, and I point that out. Maybe it makes me pious, but I do it. But this, I saw, I said to the employee, is this a problem? They said, no, why would it be a problem for us? Well, it's no no skin off our nose if you squeeze out the yellow. So I said, take that, Nosenheimer, telling us about, telling me I can't do the yellow. So I I came back and I said, do you have a problem with that handsome? And what was your response? I absolutely do. It's disgusting. Why is it disgusting? What's wrong with doing it? You've sullied all the other eggs in there. I would now be repelled by all of the remaining eggs because there's someone's waste yellow has just been left in there. Waste yellow? It's not waste. It's it's not being... I haven't handled it. I didn't, I didn't handle it with my grubby mitts or anything. I didn't put I, it into I, my mouth still. and then and then put it back in the bin. It never. It, 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 it's nothing. It's a yellow. If you want to take it, we need to get a decision from someone. I took the decision. I took a vote around the office. I went around and around, and to my surprise, everybody responded like you did. Well, that's because it's the right response. Black tie. Is there any? Do you have any issue with my eat, not eating the yellow and leaving it in the little bin there? Not eating it. No, leaving it. Yes, that's just that's just gross. But well, I mean, gross to, in what sense? I mean, it's not, I didn't do anything with it. It's just sitting there. I didn't. I, like I say, if I had done, if I had done it harm, if I had handled it and then expected you to eat it, that might be gross. Not, do, I want you. What I want you to do is because I want an official ruling on this. Do me a favor. Get Tom Brady, our boss, our real boss. I've, uh, he's been on the podcast once or twice before, and I, I, I love the fact that my actual boss here at the NFL is named Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I, not, it's not the guy, Tom Brady. It's, it's not, not the same guy. Uggs Brady. Right. It's, uh, it's the other Brady. Get him up here for an official ruling on that. You really want him up here? 
You really I just want- told you something. Now, I want to talk about food for a second while he, he may – or get him on the phone. I don't care. I want to hear what he has to say. But don't tell him what we're doing I because I want to get his uh, sincere response to this. Two, two other food-related things. Then we'll get to the debate of best right. division. Then we'll hear from Rank with his interviews with A.J. Hawk and uh, RG3. And the question for you, handsome. Do you you have crisps in in the UK? You call them chips. We call them crisps. Yes. No, no, no. French fries. I'm talking. Oh, about. French fries. Okay. Oh, yes. you call them French fries. I thought you called no, those we call chips. them chips. And what you call and chips, then the French we call, call them frites. The French call it frites. Yes. Moulet's frites. I love moulet Mou- frites. Moulet frites. Delicious. Oh, it's moulet frites. Yeah. Moulet frites. Oh yeah. You go. You go to Paris. Yep. And uh, you, what's it, Momar? Yes. Is that the, up yeah, at yeah. the top of the yep. hill there? You go to Momar. You catch the train up to mm-hmm. there. You get off right there. there it's it. been in at least one Woody Allen movie. You get off, and uh, there's a, a, a moule a frites joint. You drink a beer, and you and you eat yeah. your muscles, oh, and you dip the fry. That's the trick. The, into the, the into fries the, into go the in well that of, butter. Yep. Oh, it's delicious. Great stuff. So we So we park our cars in the same garage on that. Um why is it that curly fries? Are you afraid you have the curly I love fries? The curly, over there? Fry. curly fries. Why are, are curly fries the only fries that have that spice on them? Because you never get that spice on any other fry, and you never get curly fries without that spice. I suspect that the the gimmick of curly fries was not enough, and at some point they said, "All right, people are less interested." You know, at first, yeah, these fries are curly. That was enough. But would you think steak fries could stand on their uh, their own merit, but a curly fry could not? I think that could possibly be the problem. Because, I mean, when you look at it. What if I desire, what if I fancy, for whatever reason, a curly fry, but I don't want that spice? Where am I, where does that leave me? Um, uh, you could curl your own fries. Guys, we got it. All em. right, fine. We got Bring them in, please. All Tom, right. please come in here. But think about that curly fry thing. Yes, I will. Okay. I, because I'm intrigued. It's an issue. I like a curly fry. It's nice. And children like, you know, your children, don't they love the twisty straws? Mine yes, do. Yeah. So well, shouldn't Alphabet they love curly spaghetti. fries? But if they don't like the spice, then too bad. Yep. Just eat the straight fries. You yes, know? It's... Tom Brady, I have a question for you. I'm sorry. We were talking about another important issue that Hi, I don't guys. want to get bogged down with. It's Tom, okay. there's an issue, you know, that's happening here. It's Dave, under uh, your I, roof. I'm sorry. If, before going on to, I just... Um, I've found this. I only say this to my kids uh-huh. and my wife, and neither of them understand it at all. So uh-huh. um, I felt compelled to know that I'm on here, and I'm not often on here at all. What's the poop, fella? Ah, <laughs> thank you. I, that I just, sounds nice. That hits my <laughs> ear nicely. I don't know why everybody thinks that's weird that I ask them, what's the poop? So listen, here's the poop, Tom yep. Brady. Somebody under your roof is doing this, and I'm not going to name names. I just want to get your objective response as much as possible to this. Somebody here at the NFL goes to the salad bar and takes the hard-boiled eggs. They're whole there. They the, take, sa- the salad bar where? In the, in the you know. At the huddle. The huddle is called. What do, what do we call that? A commissary sort of? Is that what it's, you would call uh, it? Mar- it's the cafeteria. It's the caf- cafeteria, yeah. a little yeah. dinery thing. And by the way, I think they have terrific food. And I have said on more than one occasion to the head chef there, I've said and, and, Carl. And, and Carl and he sort of laughs like I'm kidding, but I'm not. You know, Warren Sapp has the Sapp wrap. Eisen has the Eisen special and mm-hmm. or the Rich special. And as I've said before, and I'll say again, the Dukes only thing, has one. The only thing special about it is the name. It is not good. The, the Rich <laughs> special. It's just not good. I've never tried it. It's, it's not okay. Good. 
It's not. It's nothing. It just doesn't. It's chicken and it's, spinach and whatever else. It's, All right. It's what? not pleasing. I'll tell you that. Much. It's not pleasing. Yeah, Duke has one. And then one Duke's has one. So yep. I said, I won. When, when, when's my turn? Right. When, you know, when's the light shine on me for a minute? I said, I don't want a sandwich though. I don't want a plate. I want the soup station. I want it to be Damashek soup station. And they kind of laugh at that. And I'm like, I'm not jiving you. I want that thing. So I go to the salad bar. And I'm sorry. I, so then you just second. don't. So then you just own soup. Yeah, any soup. Any soup. Right. soup. What's the soup of the day? Damashek Chicken soup. noodle, but it, now it's it's yours. All right, yeah. somebody. I don't mean we'll get back, when I say I, when I, it's like the royal we. Somebody here at the salad bar <laughs> takes the hard-boiled egg but cuts it in half first with the spoon, pushes out the yellow, then just puts the whites, the egg whites, into the salad bin, into the salad container, and goes on and pays for it. And that's where's that. The, where's the yellow go? Stays in the bin. And in, what, in what bin? Where the eggs come from, where all the hard-boiled eggs are stacked up in various states. They don't cut them for you here, you understand. Yep. They just give you the whole hard-boiled egg. I got it. So the, it gets squeezed out, that yellow, and it's left there with all the other mess. You're saying somebody – some, who does that? It, the names don't matter. I'm no, asking you the question. Okay. Do you think – what do you think? Some people think it's wrong. Some people think it's fine to do that. What do you <laughs> think, Tom Brady? Uh – that's vile, Dave. <laughs> well, I don't know what, what's vile about it. Well, I'm more just curious. The reason it doesn't, like, I'm just playing a, devil's advocate a, here. What's a, vile? It doesn't. You know, I'll get to that in a minute. In a managerial position, I'd really like to know who this is because it's <laughs> that's borderline fireable. That it's like, not fireable, <laughs> and it's me who does it. And so what? It's, it's I'm not doing anything to those eggs. Why is it vile? <laughs> okay. Wow, A, that it's you. B, you're so close to being out on your, your tush right now. Um, and, and three. <laughs> this is a fireable bar, offense. Salad yes. bars. Uh, you know why? Rich you, Eisen created that awful dish. Are you threatening his job? But Rich Eisen, nor that dish, what it doesn't do, it can't kill anyone. But what you do <laughs> and what you're doing. Debatable. I can't believe this is what you're doing. It, you literally can cause physical harm to someone. How does that cause? First of all, Rich Eisen's bar, dish kills my kills my pleasure of eating. But <laughs> salad bars are breeding grounds, breeding grounds for vac- bacteria left and right. Right, and it's not to mention. Let's let's set aside, and I'll have to go to that in a minute. The selfish act that, that, that you're... It's, it's not so selfish. selfish. That's the worst. It's so yeah, why is it, why why is that because, selfish? Because you're sullying or just screwing up the entire... You call it the bin of where all the right. eggs are. Yes. I don't know... We're going to go into hypothetical situations. After this, I'm going to go down and get a salad bar. Did you go get a salad earlier? I didn't. Today. Okay. But let's say you did. And even if it, you did it yesterday, uh-huh. at some point, no, it wouldn't be yesterday because that would be gross. Then I'd have a <laughs> problem, really problem, problem with Carl. But if you if you went over there and you did your this incredibly vile act, and then and then I decided, I eat later, that I went to the salad bar and I go and I, I was like, oh, I'd love a hard boiled leg. It'd be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull an egg out of there, and then I'm gonna have to do the work. And I'm looking at at Hank here yeah. to cut my own egg up and put it in my salad. I'll tell you what I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna get an egg if there's just random yolks sitting in there. Why wouldn't you? It, just, it ruins the whole thing because because now because I'm looking at it going not like natural. It's unnatural. Now, now I'm looking at it going like, well, I don't know who's done what and how did a yolk just automatically come out of an egg? Obviously, somebody's been fooling around with it. And as what I know about salad bars is they make people sick. That's why they created the sneeze guard. Right, but, and salad bars. Your assumption. You're, first of all, you're a cynic. You're, you know what it is. You know I've. It's I, here's, open food. Here's the difference. 
I apparently have greater faith in my fellow man than either of you. You're cynical. You think that some awful deed has been perpetrated to that yellow yoke that's been left behind. What happened? I said squeezed out. It wasn't done. That's gro- it's they, gross in and of itself saying it's squeezed out. Would you, <laughs> like a tube of toothpaste. I, I won't debate you on that. Are You're you right the about type that. of person then who go, walks around a restaurant as people leave and there's some so, some food left on their plate and you're like, yeah, this is fine. I'm just going to pick that like, up. Looks like they didn't touch that they tater tot. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? It, I, I, I have done this and my father look, my looks, father before me did this. <laughs> this is true in a pizzeria. When you go and you see a pizza at, from a, a half-eaten pizza at another table, yeah, I've taken a piece of pizza off of <laughs> off a stranger's table. Because what did they do? Did they lick did it? They, did I they wouldn't s- take it. If, if there was a half-eaten steak, I wouldn't do it because their fork or whatever might have touched it. Boy, that but, boy, that blooming onion's only half only half. Eaten. I wouldn't do it because that's one thing. But this is something that's it's it's left it's it's right, left uh, untouched essentially. There's a lot of yelling. All right. Uh, clearly, what happens when people start yelling is they know they're guilty. So <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. So when there's a lot of defensive yelling, so um, you you are sullying the salad bar you're screwing it up for everybody else uh-huh. it is simple it's a simple act instead of taking your ladle which you i mean you're it's you're admitting fault it's ridiculous take the ladle uh-huh. you've squeezed out the um the the yolk the trash is i'm gonna guess three feet away probably two just and a half drop it in the trash I, listen, this isn't me being thrifty it's not a matter of the expense of who's, paying for who's the gonna yellow. go do you think that somebody later on is gonna go i want a salad but all i want's the yolk and thankfully maybe what thank, if they th- did maybe and, and thankfully some somebody i have no idea who has squeezed out a yolk only you know what that's positive thinking tom i didn't even think about that then as ta- part of my then, argument then, what if i'm what if someone is the yin to my non-yoky yang then talk maybe. with carl and get a separate bin so they can right. put about used yolks and people can go and can, and can choose to y- yes. use those if they uh-huh. like. It's borderline right. fireable. You, you matter of fact, come to my office when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, before you done? go quickly, yes. I, just to try and to distract you from this quickly, you have participated. You're a great music mind and movie mind. That's what you a movie uh, suggestion and or a record suggestion you'd like to share with the listening audience. Currently or whatever, or, whatever your pleasure, fella. Um. Yeah, uh, and and you and I talked about this a while ago. Um, if anyone, uh, I, we were talking about this recently. The one-two punch in movies that um, are both under the radar and so thoroughly enjoyable. Um, I, I can't say they're my favorite movie ever, but have yourself a weekend with Midnight Run mm-hmm. and Quick Change. Both of those are just such great movies such great characters in all of them like the small characters such great comedy there's some elements of drama good action in in both of those there's they're very different but they're just great i love i i agree with you because we talked about uh, midnight run it was just on and in fact we talked about midnight run a couple days ago here on the show so yes i agree with you about that and quick change dynamite run for bill murray it's in the midst of uh what is a gangbusters run of comedies for him yes i agree with you on uh, on both counts and now tom brady i bid you good day oh it's good to be here <laughs> go oh, have no, a no, nice you know salad what, you know what, i will do this hold on i'm sorry uh, music wise really quickly and yes. this, is, this is where it gets really esoteric and then i'll go back to my business um of eating uh, salad go have a rich without, eisen with, on, without, rich egg, without without egg yolk no, in it get, for sure you know what if it's so offensive do you go have a rich special i think I'll on go, me i think i'll go have the sancini <laughs> and the soup Without a Dave Damashek moniker Can't you? Listen. All right, fine. I- I'll stop squeezing out the yellow. Here's my deal. I start sque- stop squeezing out the yellow when 
it becomes the Dave Damashek soup station down there. <laughs> All right. Can I'll, we I'll make, make that happen? I think I can make that happen. <laughs> um, the, 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 um, so I was re- recently listening to the latest Jack White solo album. And oh, is what, that good? I haven't heard that. It is good. There's a great song on there. Just, a, just in general, kudos to him for a good song. Uh, Hip Eponymous Poor Boy is the name of the song, and it's just fantastic. Um, two other things that are going on that are great. If you're a Walkman fan, listen to wa- the Walkman's latest album. It's called Heaven. It's great. Um, one of the best albums of the year it came out in February, and I can't still can't stop listening to it. It's been by, by the name of Islands. Um, oh, yeah. I believe I believe the, the, the album is called uh, Asleep and a Forgetting. And uh, and then the latest album by the band, a band called The Tallest Man on Earth. Very Dylan-esque, um, but he's Swedish and he's got this like, Dylan-esque folky sound. They're great. And I'll leave you with that. Excellent. So. Tom Brady knows great his stuff. music. That's for sure. Not is for sure. You know what, though? I do have to say something. Because movies just came up. Like the late, great Jerry Orbach says to Swayze at the end of Dirty Dancing, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And if this is the rule, and is, and in fact, it, it seems unanimous that I am in the wrong here. So I am wrong, and I hereby commit to not eating, to not breaking out the yellow anymore. As soon as thank you, I Dave. Get, as soon as I get the soup Literally, station, really thank you from as, everyone. As soon as the soup station's named after me, I don't think that's too much to ask. All right, get the around the league guys in here. Black tie conspiring against me, ambushing me. I don't like that. You Tom Brady. You tell Tom Brady what we're going to talk about, so he has researched articles pulled up online when we walk in here. I don't like it. All right, here they are: Dan Hanzus, Mark Sessler. What's the poop, fellas? The uh, on Twitter um, at NFL underscore ATL. I have fought against the underscore. I'm done. They're, they they want to make their own grave, dig their own grave. So be it. How are you, fellas? How you doing, Dave? I'm fine, Hanzus. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Hanzus, by the way, like Kansas. I, I've heard that, but yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> Hanzus is way better. Okay. You know That's what? Fine. There was a scandal that broke this week uh, with uh, comedy icon Fred. Uh, I don't want to say who. He was at a movie theater. Yeah. At a, at a naughty movie theater that shows uh, naughtily themed movies. And, uh, and Hanson, what's that guy's name again? Willard. Fred Willard. Willard. <laughs> All right. Hanzu sounds cooler than Hanzus. It does. It does. All right. So let's go with that then. All right. I mean, my dad is going to be disappointed. <laughs> did you change, hear? But... Well, I'll tell you, I'm disappointed. I don't know if you heard, and I want to move on from this, but did yeah. you hear about the, the whole eggs situation? Oh, we heard. Yeah. And? Can you, I, I only want to hear from you if you're on my, in, on my side of this. Silence. I'm going to block off from your side. No one. I mean, I, no one else does that. Dave, but what me. you should do: send an email out to it. everyone at the NFL and say, "I don't like yolk. I will be going to uh, eat at the huddle in 20 minutes. Who wants to meet me there? If you like I, yolk, we can do a switch." And that's the only way that this is. I acceptable. already decreed that I'm not going to do it, so that's fine. I'm not going to do it anymore. I thought we settled it enough. Let put it in the rearview mirror, handsome. Stop enough. bringing it up. All right, now <laughs> the around the league fellas, Sessler and Hanzus. Don't you see? It says Zeus in your name when I say it the way I do. I Don't you like that association? And in younger years, I was known by friends as Zeus, and cool. Zeus is a good thing to be known as. Yeah. He's a pretty King of awesome the dude. Uh, Iro- it's sort of sad and ironic in your case. No, I yeah. kid. No, listen, it's fair. Let's, it's fair. <laughs> no. Now, listen. You talked about your, your debate. You, you two go head-to-head in a written debate. 
on NFL.com every week, at least once a week. Correct. And last week it was Peyton Manning. What kind of seasons he's gonna is he gonna have? And uh, so I, I liked it. Good response from everybody on it who listens. And so let's turn to this week's debate, which is what is the best division in the NFL? I'll start with you, Sessler. What did you say? I picked the NFC North. The North and make the case for it. Some of the finest quarterbacks in football. You know, the, the what, best in Aaron Rodgers. The best in Aaron Rodgers. I think Cutler is underrated. Um, you know, undervalued in general as a quarterback. And the Chicago Bears last season fell off the rails big time after he went down. People do forget how good they were at the start of the season before he got hurt and then Forte goes away and right. Right. I mean, they also wiped out Detroit late in the season before uh, before that happened. And I, I think Chicago is a is a bona fide playoff team and could win that division. So we're talking about a team that wasn't even in the mix last season rising up. And the Lions, I'm not completely sold on the Lions making the playoffs again, but they're a dangerous, young, talented team. Vikings, total train wreck. But three out of four, not too bad. I like what, you know, specifically with the Bears, uh, just real quick. I think that Cutler, first of all, you know, questionable offensive line that hasn't exactly been fixed. I thought that like a lot of people, instead of Shea McClellan, they should have tried to sure that thing up um, in the first round of the draft. But um, I think that Cutler is in line, especially, you know, pairing back up with Brandon Marshall and they had a good relationship in Denver statistically at the very least. So, and, and then they draft Alshon Jeffrey suddenly, you know, Devin Hester isn't considered some weeks your number one wide receiver right. and, and all that. It falls into line, should be a good defense. The thing that they really have going for them is, and Jay Cutler from a fantasy standpoint, but the Bears in real football terms, they are, they're, they're going up against the Packers defense with the secondary after they lost Nick Collins was lousy. Now they'll try to fix it. And Tremont Williams questions if he was healthy last year. Maybe he comes back. But at the best, specious we can say about the, their past defense. <laughs> the Lions did nothing to address it, no. and, and they were rubbish last year. And the Vikings are the worst, I, I say, are the, the worst team in the NFL this year. So yeah. that should be good. Lions offense at least should be gangbusters, and maybe that uh, defensive front is going to create enough pressure that it'll uh, marginalize the you know how lousy the secondary is. But maybe with that front four, they'll be good. But that offense definitely should be great. And then the Packers are the Packers, and they have the best quarterback in the league, so that's a good case you make there. The only the only problem with that is is that the weak sister of that division is the weakest. Like I say, I think in the whole NFL. But all right, a good case. Now, Hanzus, I yeah. turn to you. Well, here's my thing. It, there might have been a different mindset to this because I, I the weak sister is a big deal to me. I mean, if I we're agree saying with that. yes, what is the best division? I'm looking for top to bottom competitive teams. I went with the NFC East. Which isn't necessarily going to be a popular decision. And, and amongst the ATL writers, I was the only one that chose the NFC East. But I do think you have the Giants are going to, you know, they're obviously defending champs. They're going to be a good team this year. I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, climb the heights that they reached last year. There's but, no rational reason why they shouldn't be a playoff team. And yet I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. Okay. It just seems like that's the way the NFL goes. But all right, go ahead. Um, you know, you have the Eagles. And I'm not going to be you know, drinking the juice too much on it. But I do know that they have a lot of pieces in place to bounce back from last year. They finished strong last Agreed. year. They're going to be a good team. You have the Redskins, who I'm all in on RG3 to the point that I think he's going to have an impact that makes them a 500 team 
or something in that realm, uh, seven and nine, maybe whatever. Uh, and then Dallas, I think Dallas is going to be good this year. I do. I think they're a ten-win team. I think there's the potential of a eleven to five at the top to uh, to seven to not, seven and nine, eight and eight at the bottom. I think there are four competitive teams, and legitimately, there could be three good teams out of that division. Well, um, yeah, I think I, I, the, the top three teams and the Redskins, as the weak sister there, are better than the Vikings. I think we can agree on that. Well, yes, Sessler? Well, yes, I agree with that. But you're talking about a division that produced one winning record last season. I, you know what? That's funny you say that because that, that didn't really occur to me. I agree with you, though, Hanzoos, about the Cowboys being good. But what – I mean, does this Des Bryant, the latest nonsense out of him, does that spook you at all? I don't – it doesn't spook me. I think with this – I mean, the behavior, if it's true, is pretty reprehensible. Yes, but, but I mean how it translates I don't think it tra- a month and a half from now when things kick off. I think by uh, kickoff, it won't even be something that we're talking about. I mean, I don't think uh, since it is his first uh, arrest, I believe he's not going. It's more than likely that he won't face any is that, league issues. He won't get he won't get suspended because he's had uh, some trouble in the past. And Roethlisberger, by that standard, Roethlisberger's never been charged with a crime, and he was suspended for four games because of repeat questionable behavior. Right, but so yeah. if that standard has been set now, don't they have to? I don't. Well, I, I, I. It seems like it's not implausible that he'll be suspended for a few games. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to go over what. Big Ben was doing, but he was up to some some pretty scary business himself. But then you have with uh, when it comes to with Des Des. I mean his his com- first he had the the mall incident with the sa- saggy jeans. Uh, apparently uh, had you know an argument. That's not a big deal. There was a nightclub incident that he was never charged with, and then uh, you know he doesn't. There's nothing really there that should be uh, a situation where he is suspended. Until now, I mean, but it won't. This something after this would be the repeat offense, in my opinion. I don't think we're there yet. Damning with faint praise, though. Well, mm. the saggy he wasn't charged in that uh, in the in the club, right. but yes, that, that notwithstanding, I agree with you. I, th- I think that everybody gets caught up. Oh, the Cowboys! Oh, they did it again. Now that you know, people are writing them off based on this. I think a few weeks from now, it'll it'll settle down. As awful as uh, it, the allegations are against him, handsome. Do you agree with either one of these guys, or do you want to throw They're out? They both different make division? compelling cases, but um, the the one that actually I think. Um, is, is probably better right now is the NFC South. Um, I, you know, I, it, I, I agree with you. Go which ahead. one, by the way? When, which when, one, which one in larger overall in a, in a larger debate? Oh. But my, my question about the NFC South is everyone's talking about the Buccaneers and saying this is a dark horse team and it's you know, the trendy dark horse pit right now. They were 4-12 and 12 last season. They've got a rookie head coach who's never you know, been a head coach in the NFL. I think it's a little too easy to say, well, we know that they're going to be over 500 let's say I'm not sure that I'm necessarily buying in on the Falcons being as good as they've been in the past and I think everyone thinks they're you know a little overrated we don't know what we're going to get from the Saints without Sean Payton as the head coach and yet, uh, this that, is the division you think is best. No, well, I, that's the. Seems question. like you're like, playing every, devil's advocate no, to yourself without I am. first. That's my, that's my life, Dave. Um, <laughs> and Mine every, too. And that's everyone, why we get along, and, I guess. And everyone thinks the Panthers, you know, Cam Newton, they're going to be great, but who knows? So, well, well, I can convince myself. <laughs> you make a powerful argument South. against your train of thought. <laughs> I also could convince myself. 
It's not. You know, but I think I think if you look at it, that probably is. The I don't one. know how Atlanta. As much as I am not hip on Matt Ryan, and maybe he'll finally turn the corner from. You know, and, and obviously, he's been pretty productive. I just don't know how an offense can't be good with the weapons that they have. Same thing. It's almost like they're the NFC version of Kansas City. I always say that that offense should be castle proof because it's so loaded. Which brings me to the AFC West. There's something we talk about that a lot. I don't want to rehash that. But both Western divisions are punchlines the last few years. But, you know, San Francisco might be the best in the NFC. Um, and then Arizona and Seattle should be good. And maybe not this year. But really? St. Louis with Jeff. Yeah. I, Seattle has a good defense, has a very good defense. They have a good young offensive line. And well, if Matt let's, Flynn let's is capable. They're not going to have Marshall Lynch for a few games. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. And, um, but, it, you know, and I think, as I always say, if you can keep your QB upright for an extra second, which that offensive line is coming together, Marshawn Lynch took off when that offensive line finally got healthy last season. And, like I say, the main thing, the defense is, is going to be good. And if they can run the ball like they did in the second half of last season and Matt Flynn, here's the big thing. Sidney Rice, when he's healthy, he is among the best receivers. You know, yeah. the problem is he's rarely healthy. But I almost feel like we can no longer use that one. We can't even say, oh, if he could ever stay on the field. Every team, almost every player has to sit down at some point from injuries now. That's just the way it is. That's why you can't ever have as much as commission might want an 18-game schedule. It just is illogical. Right. The injuries, obviously, it's no secret. Um are, are a part of things. So you can't hold – if Sidney Rice is right, they have some nice pass catchers. I like Seattle. And Arizona should be pretty good too. I think Kevin Cobb's going to get the gig. Again, fine defense, interesting pieces on offense. The only one that stands out is St. Louis. But they have Sam Bradford and they have Jeff Fisher. How long is it going to take for him to turn that team around? I, and they have good pieces on defense. I, I like that. I put the Rams ahead of the Cardinals based on what you've you just You think said. that's how it's going to finish? Yeah. All right. Well, I, but, I, but I, I don't think that's the best division, but I'm just saying you can make a, a, a compelling case for that being, not at, at the very least, not a punchline division. Same thing with the West. Denver with Peyton. San Diego maybe on the downslide, but we'll see there. Oakland. And then KC should be terrific, mm-hmm. and I think they win that division. The only division that... I think you just automatically rule out of this conversation. The whole conversation is the AFC South. That's the only one. And I think Tennessee is going to be good, but Jacksonville and Indianapolis, eh. Now, I think it comes down to, I love the, I like the NFC South. I like the ones that you guys picked out. The AFC North with Baltimore, I think that defense is obviously going to regress. Um, I think that, that I mean, and, and significantly, too. I don't think it's, you know, by season's end, you're not going to count Ray right. Lewis and company among those great defenses anymore. But I think Flacco is going to have a big season. I really do. I think he and Torrey Smith and those young tight ends are going to be good. Pittsburgh, we'll see what becomes of them with the replacements. They have some, this thing about oh, their, their defense is old. Oh, they're so old. They're not old anymore. Have you been, right. you've been following what's happened the last six months? They're no longer an old team. However, they do have questions. I, I don't know that those two safeties are going to be able to cover tight ends. And with more and more teams using tight ends running up the middle of the field, that's going to be a real weakness for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Hear me now. Believe me later. Best team in that division, the team that might win it, I think, is the, is the Cincy Bengals. That's not the best division, though. It's the AFC East. The Patriots, the Jets. I like the Bills. I think they make a real run at the playoffs. And Miami this year is going to be the second worst team in the NFL? No. No? No. That, not with RT17 at the, at the helm. 
Well, he's not going to be there. No, okay, true. No, it's going to be David Garrard. No, that's not. So that's not your best division. I'm going to go with you know. Oh, and you know what? Who I left off? The Cleveland Browns. When you talk about the AFC North, when you talk about the weak sister, so that's <laughs> no. killer. You think that Holmgren isn't going to? And with him making the personnel decisions, I, it's clear that they're beefing up that roster in the right places. I think Whedon is good. Um, I think Trent Richardson's a bad, you know, happened to drop, be dropped into the worst division he could possibly be dropped into. Because while I say that Ravens defense is going to regress, Haloti Nada, as long as he's anchoring the middle of that line, you're still not going to be able to run on them. Um, so I, so I, and Pittsburgh and Cincy both tough against the run. I got to think about this now. I should have really done my homework. I thought I knew what I was going to say. I, well, I just said that it was the East, but now I think about it and that doesn't feel just right. I don't think it does. The South, the NFC South would be my choice if if it weren't for all the Bounty Gate jazz. Right. But now I don't know what the Saints are going to be. You know, I struggled with not picking the AFC North. I think it's the East. I think it's the NFC East. I think it's the NFC East. I'm yeah, going dude. with Hanzoos. Hanzoos gets the win on this one. Close. Ooh. Black okay. time. You have a vote on this? I do. It boiled down to me, like, who has the strongest, weakest link? And that's a, that's a great – I think uh, we're all on the same page. And with – the Skins, the Bucks, and um, the Vikings. And I think the Skins are the strongest, weakest link of those three. Yeah. So I'm going with NFC. Because, again, good defense. The, the big question is Shanatan. You know, the, the, the sun has baked his brain, I think, now. And he, he makes weird decisions <laughs> with things. But And I don't really like the wide receivers. They have Santana Moss has been in the NFL now for, for 37 seasons and is still starting. And he's still – their number one receiver, even though they yep. get Pierre Garçon and some other guys. But what I do like is Fred Davis and Chris Cooley open in the middle of the field for RG3. Him running around, they're not a bad team. They're not going to be bad they're this year. Bad. They're just, they mm-hmm. happen to be in as about a rugged division as there Good is. defense, too. That's your winner right there. That's your winning, right. that's your winning choice. When you, ta- when you factor in a defense that's pretty good and the potential ceiling of RG3, they could be a surprise team. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think they're going to the playoffs. But they could be a team that wins eight games or perhaps even more than that, maybe nine. But I think as far as weak sisters go, you know, it's like a decent-looking sister. It's like a six-and-a-half. All right, lastly, how say you fish tank? Oh, I I see. Very good. They agree with me. It's the (laughs) NFC. It's good. So we win. Me, you, and the the, the Hanzoos. And the fish tank were all on the same page. I'm sorry, Cecil. I've you, been sabotaged. Rough. You were getting from now, deep levels. You, but. No, you, you, you made a game case, but uh, it didn't work out for you this time. While you're here, fellas, really quickly, I want to introduce something here. I want to try a, a, a new segment here called Who's the Tweeter? All with a, 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 new, little, uh, a, a new little ditty by the one-man house band, Dick Bang. Don't stop your tweeting. It gives us lots of All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to ask you guys. You guys are social media guys, you know, around the league, uh, popular Mm -hmm. blog there at NFL.com. And I say it all the time. If you're a diehard football fan or even a casual one, around the league is the blog for you because – these guys, they're up to the minute. Everything that happens, they're, the they're, they're kibitzing about. You know, whatever goes down today, you'll read about it uh, 24 seconds after the fact from one of these guys. But then they also do it with uh, with a bit of mirth, you know? Yep. You know what I'm saying? With a sass. 
a little bit of sass mixed yeah. in. Yeah, sass you, from I, Zeus. I think you went with panache last panache. week, panache. and but I think Murph's even better. Murph's better. It's <laughs> yeah, I like it. So yes, stuff. so you should be following that along in uh, NFL underscore. ATL, terrible. Which you still have problems with. It is a problem. But all right, so let's play this game. I'm gonna social media, Twitter. A lot of players, a lot of football dignitaries are on the Twitter, as we all are. So let's see who has more Twitter followers. I'm gonna ask you, and you guess, and tell me what you know about uh, what's going down in social media. Let's start off with Aaron Rodgers. We just talked about him. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers versus Drew Brees. Now, the reason I bring those two guys up is because they are considered to be the two best QBs that are actually on Twitter. They're, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are too busy up on Mount Pius to, uh, <laughs> to, to talk to the people via, via the online. So Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. I'm going to start with you, Hanson. Uh, I, I'm so Rogers when he tweets, he actually is quite mirthful as well. He likes mm-hmm. to have a little bit of fun with people. Drew Brees is a little bit... Um, I think he's maybe the guy I would most want to hang out yes. with. Yes. Based on his Twitter account, I want to spend time with him. He doesn't tend to tweet during the season. He he takes it offline. September to February, you're not going to hear from Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers at all. Well, now Drew I Brees like is kind of, you know, dull. Um, oh. But my guess is that Drew Brees has more followers than Aaron Rodgers Wrong, by the way. The people should be following Aaron Rodgers right now if you're not following him. Kansas. I want to debunk a myth here that Aaron Rodgers is the coolest guy in the world. I hear this a lot, and it's like, oh, Aaron he Rodgers. He just seems like he would be a – he seems cool. down oh, to earth and regular cool. Regular Joe. And, and a lot of people say, oh, we can't wait to speak with – I see him on the network. Or something. I can't wait. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. And then he says nothing for the entire interview, and, and everyone's like, he's got some spunk, that Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm just out on Aaron Rodgers in terms of him being the guy I want to hang out with. I I'm mu- I much rather hang out with a Mark Sanchez than an Aaron really? Rodgers. Yeah, Mark Come Sanchez on. is a fun guy to hang wow. out with. Oh yeah, we're just we're gonna go out. We're gonna hit some bars, and I'm gonna watch him, and he's gonna. You've done this, or this is your fantasy. This is a fantasy with you know like a who's more handsome? Fan. Who's more handsome, Aaron Rodgers or or uh, Mark Sanchez? Sanchez, easy, easy. That yeah. is easy. Tom Brady or Mark Sanchez. Dave, this is a hard-hitting question right here. I'm going to go with um, Sanchez again. All right. Wow, he's really putting himself out there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm going down a dark path now. I hope Sanchez (laughs) picks up with Hanzoos is laying down. All right, Sessler. Number one, I think Breeze surpasses Rodgers on the followers list, Mm -hmm. and for good reason. I'm on Dan Dan and I had this conversation last week. I'm also a little bit suspect of the. I'm just this this thing is Aaron Rodgers as this fun honest guy what honest responses well he doesn't have well, he doesn't <laughs> at least he doesn't I, have a big e he doesn't walk around and talk about how great he is no and, and that's not the that's not really i think the i know it doesn't make beef. him fun it's but. just that he's this the, what an out front guy it's like listen these two guys are some of the more boring people on twitter in general who Drew? I don't know about on Twitter, but Drew Brees I've met, and he's no he on was, Twitter. He was a, a fun guy, had a great sense of humor. I just there. on Twitter, I'm, I don't know them personally. They're very buttoned up, and I just uh, I can't I can't see either one of them get my my championship belt for Twitter interaction. Do you follow either of these? Guys? Oh, it's both of them. Because oh, yeah. it's your yeah. job the, to do it. The, I choose not to. The, I'm too busy eating hard boiled eggs. July nineteenth, <laughs> <July 19th, laughs> the Aaron Rodgers backlash just began. But, All right, well, I just question, w- witnessed the start of it. Here. <laughs> the question though is, who has more Twitter followers? Yeah. I think Breeze does because he's Breeze. more a politician. Yeah, he, well, you guys, yeah. it's wait, wait, hold on, hold go on. ahead. I got it. 
I agree with uh, Hank about A-Rod, first of all, about him just being a regular guy. Come on. But Breeze does tweet re- more regularly. He does have the Who Dat Nation behind him, so i got to go with Breeze. Well, the Packers have a few followers themselves. I think well, they have some, do they? some hardcore fans. Yeah, they do. But, but you're right. You're all right. It is Drew Brees. Almost, uh, almost twice as many. He has 1.2 plus, whereas uh, Aaron Rodgers has a paltry uh, um, 670,000-ish. Let's so, get yes. him over a million, guys. So that's your game. Well, you know what? Let's ask another one. Do you like this game, or should we be done with it? Should I'm I fun with it. You want to play it? You seem like you're having a grand time. Creeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry I'm not as much fun as Aaron Rodgers is. Is that about how – am I more or less fun than Aaron Rodgers? That's that's my whole point. You're a lot more fun than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron oh, Rodgers, okay. not fun. All right. I'm going to start with you. Belief. I'm going to start with you, Sessler, on this one, and this will be the last one. We'll test run it. This is what we do here on the podcast. We test drive them, in, you know, in real time. You know, if you don't like it, then drop yeah. me a line at Damashek. Or if that's uncomfortable for you – Drop handsome a line <laughs> at NFL UK Hank and just whisper to him, I didn't care for Dave's stupid Twitter game. That's right. all. That's, that's all you have that's to do. That's the way to do it. This is a good point. We incubate a lot of shows that end up on NFL Total Access, actually. That's how on, it happens. On Dave Damashek's podcast. Uh-huh. So here's what we do. Here's the game. The NFL, you know, has its own thing, its own Twitter handle, Ooh. at NFL, of course, or Ocho Cinco. Chad85, his Twitter account. Who has more Twitter followers? I start with you, Sessler. I'm going to go Ocho Cinco. He's popular. Yeah, I, in spite know, of not having done anything in his uh, his chosen profession for about a half dozen years, he still has a lot of Twitter I, followers. I think half, at least half the people that follow him could care less about what he Or even know what he does for a living. Right, exactly. Yeah. His career is a mystery to probably thousands that have clicked that follow button. Uh, I saw the numbers. It's a mystery on these to me two. who would do that. I'm going Ocho. Okay, you go Ocho. Hanzus. Well, considering there's a man in a suit with a cattle prod next to me, if I don't say the correct answer, I'm going to say NFL. <laughs> what a website! What a Twitter! What a what a leak! And NFL. yet you're allowed to and you're about uh, allowed to uh, talk bad about the, the personality deficiencies of perhaps the NFL's best player. I know it's strange. I like it. No, yeah. listen, that's that's the world we live in, the NFL world. Kamish Goodell's a reasonable man. I've spoken out against some of his decisions. Do I find myself getting slapped down the next day? No. The only thing I get slapped around about is for uh, having my God-given right to not eat the yellow if I don't want to. Black tie. Well, I got to go with uh, Chad. Reality TV, his wife. All that stuff, that's way more fans of that than well, actual NFL has uh, hard knocks. That's reality TV. Handsome He's going to be on it as well. Um, I'm oh, going right, to say, yeah. Ocho, I think Ocho Cinco can say more risque things, perhaps, than the NFL account is able to get get away with. Um, and that's the kind of thing on Twitter that, you know, that people pass around and, and gets more followers. So, um, should we be concerned that? Handsome has a laptop in front of him. With He's an open. honorable man. He would okay. cheat I would to win this that. game. I, just I, I believe, kind of I, and I believe him when I he says that. that. Just want to check. I, and you know what? Just for the record, I'm honorable too. Even though I don't eat the, the yellow thing, and leave uh, it behind. The egg things changed everyone's mind. I hope that that's not the case. And like I say, it's in the rearview mirror. I'm not doing it anymore. The winner is the correct answer is by a hair. The NFL. and change versus 3.602 and change. Pretty close, though, and depressing. The world's, I mean, America's most popular sport barely beating out its most ridiculous participant. (laughs) I don't know what that says, but I say this to you two now. 
hit the bricks, fellas. All Thank right, you, there sir. they go. Thank you. Hanzoos and Sessler at NFL underscore ATL, and you can track them down individually there. Read up on them if you're interested in all the breaking news. It's year-round, you see. You they know, go, so, yeah, 365 days a year. Great stuff. All right, so – that's that, and, you know, you're not going to hurt my feelings if you didn't enjoy that. Right now, though, we were talking about Robert Griffin III just a little bit ago. You know what, though? I, I, I did hear both of these previously. Aaron Rodgers is also on the brain, and um, I thought it was interesting. Rank had a hard-hitting interview with one Mr. A.J. Hawk, who played with Brett Favre at the tail end of his Packer days, and then now, obviously, is uh, uh, keeps company with Aaron Rodgers. So let's hear the interview between... A.J. Hawk and our pal Adam Rank. From the Green Bay Packers, linebacking great, Mr. A.J. Hawk. A.J., what's happening? Not too much. Just uh, thanks for having me. Oh, no. Listen, the pleasure's all on this side of the phone. <laughs> Let me start with this. You play with Aaron Rodgers. You also played with Brett Favre. I don't want to put you on the spot and, and do this, pick the guy who's better, because that's not fair to you. But I do have, we do like to break these down. Uh, we do a little thing called the gridiron breakdown and give you a couple of scenarios that where, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get an idea of where you're, you're leaning. So let me ask you, if you were stranded on the side of the road in the middle of the night, who would be more likely to pick you up, Brett or Aaron? Uh, well, you know, Brett's got that good, you know, southern hospitality. You know, but Aaron also is, is one of the, you know, the best teammates and guys that have ever been around. So, I mean, I would say – Aaron would would probably uh, he'd probably pick you up. I mean, Brett, I'm sure would pick you up too, but but he might be a little bit more wary, you know. <laughs> would either of them charge you gas money? Yeah, uh, um, Brett might. Brett might charge you gas. <laughs> I played I played for two, with uh, Brett for two years, but you never know. He might pick you up and who knows, offer you a dip, and then you know he'll ask he'll ask for you to pay him back when he drops you off wherever you're going. Well, what's he dipping? Is it Skull or Copenhagen? I honestly don't know. I, I forget. I don't know what he what he used to have. Whatever was around, probably. Whatever he could bum off of other guys. <laughs> He's the highest paid player on the team, Bum and Dips. I love it. <laughs> who, who had the nicer car, though? Oh, you know what? They both drive. They both drive uh, pickup trucks. Um, Aaron's got a you know he's a big Ford guy. They got a big Ford deal, so he's driving an F one fifty. I don't know, but. That's what I see, actually, in Green Bay. You never know. That's why the joke with him. Aaron goes out, and when he's out to California, when in the offseason, who knows? He might have a Bentley out there. So <laughs> but there's no talent. I haven't been out there in a while. Yeah, California guy. I could see a Bentley being in his in his uh, in his garage there. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> now you can follow you at the uh, on Twitter at official AJ Hawk. No periods. And I and I, I noticed you recently saw the movie. Wonderlust. Who <laughs> yeah. would be more likely to enjoy that movie, Favre or Rogers? I would say, man, another, yeah, you got some great questions. I, I like this. Uh, I would say probably Aaron would would like that a little bit more because it's a little, it's a little more out there. It's a little more um, kind of new age, weird, crazy things they do in that movie, which I thought was hilarious. A lot of it, and so I'd, I'd say Aaron would. It's a little bit more up his alley. Mm-hmm. Brett, might get, Brett might get confused about, about some of the stuff that's going on. <laughs> now that's the one. If I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, Paul Rudd, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. go. Yeah, it's, it just got. It's it's really <laughs> weird, but I, I was I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> All right, I'll take that recommendation. Uh, going okay. back to the to the breakdown, who is more likely to own a pair of jorts? 
Of shorts? Shorts. Jean shorts. Jean shorts. Well, I think that's every day in, in Brett's world, you know, wearing those, probably those Wrangler jean shorts. But I, I think if you look back, probably, you could probably go back in the, uh, you talk to one of Aaron's brothers or his parents. I bet if you've got some of their picture, uh, you know, their, their, their picture albums from when they were kids. I bet Aaron honestly probably took some jeans and cut them off into the little short Daisy Duke type ones that my dad used to wear back in the day. So I don't, he probably wouldn't let them out, but he wouldn't let those pictures get out, but they're, they're probably floating around somewhere. AJ, if you do one thing in this life, you have to find a photo of Aaron Rodgers wearing cut off shorts. The bounty. I'll see what I can do. We're putting it out there. <laughs> oh, that's outstanding. Who is the uh, who would be the better arm wrestler? Do you think it'd be Farver Rogers? Oh man, I'm on that one. See, I was man. I'm gonna have to take Aaron on that one. So whenever you see or talk to Aaron, ask him sometimes. I, I tell him his forearms and hands look a lot like Robin Williams. He'll probably he'll get very mad at me for telling you that. Look at Robin Williams. He's a pretty hairy guy. I sit next to Aaron in our team meetings. I always joke with him about his, his nasty hands and tell him that all that hair all over his forearms and hands got to slow it down. I don't know how he can, I'm impressed how hard he can still throw the ball with all that, all that, all that going against the wind. So the I'm going to give him a, you know, a slight edge in arm wrestling. <laughs> Why don't he should shave his arms then? Why don't you? I tell I tell him the same all the time. Look at Michael Phelps. You know, all those swimmers are faster. So why not? As a quarterback, I think it could only help. I think the receivers would say, please don't tell him to throw the ball harder. It's coming out fast enough. Yeah, he's already, I'm sure, breaking fingers and dislocating fingers all the time from those guys. Oh, man. And finally, the the, the last question. This will be the, uh, the, the the tiebreaker here. Who gives the better Christmas gifts? Was it Favre or was it Rodgers? Ooh, see, I'm not an O-lineman on the offense, so I don't get any Christmas gifts from any of those guys. But I know Aaron really stepped up over the last couple of years and has really taken care of his linemen. I know Brett had two in the past, um, but that's, uh, I didn't get to see a whole lot of that when I was was I was there because I was I was such a young kid. I didn't know what was going on when I was there with Brett. But I uh, I know Aaron got a bunch of flat screen TVs, computers, all kind of crazy stuff for his linemen and, and other guys in the offense this year. So I say he uh, he gets a nod in that category too. AJ, we like I said, the pleasure's been all on this side of the phone. Thank you very much for joining us. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Did I tell you it was hard-hitting? That is hard-hitting. I like Rank is a serious journalist. <laughs> I like that line of question. We should do those. Those hypothetical questions like that about yep. uh, who would pick you up, that's, a fu- I, I, that's an interesting way to get to know somebody. That's a good way to go. Um, and it seems to contradict. A.J. Hawk seems to like Aaron Rodgers just fine. Seems to think he's a fun enough guy. All right. Next up, then, another, another in a line of, uh, of Rank interviews before he, uh, he departed Studio 66 for the remainder of the week. He also caught up with uh, sure-to-be rookie phenom Robert Griffin III to talk some more hard-hitting stuff, namely superhero char- characters and beyond. Let's take a listen Ooh. to that. We are joined with one of the presenters of the Gatorade National Athlete of the of the Year Award here in Hollywood, California. RG3, how you doing? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. I hate to start off this way because the comparisons are always there. You hear this a million times. I feel bad even asking. But who wins in a fight between the Hulk and Superman? Well, many people don't know. Mm-hmm. But the Hulk is the only superhero that cannot die. So no matter how much Superman beats him up, throws him around, uh, he just can't die. So mm-hmm. I definitely think the Hulk would win. 
And Superman was done in by Doomsday in the comics, so you have that argument. And the, the Hulk, he's been... He's withstood the torch. Yeah. He's done it all. He's done it all, and Superman also has his kryptonite. So um, the Hulk, is, he's not perfect by any means, and he's not, he can't really fly, but he can jump really high. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's definitely the only superhero that cannot die that's proven, and I think he would win. <laughs> what do you think of the Avengers movie? Do you think Batman's going to be as good, or do you think the Avengers is off the charts? I thought Avengers was a really good movie. Uh, Batman... Uh, they, they haven't disappointed yet, so I don't expect this one to disappoint. Uh, but when you get that many superheroes and they work so well together, it's hard to, to defeat that. But I'm pretty sure Batman will give it a run for its money. <laughs> now, going back to the comparison, now I've got to say, Cam Newton put the bar pretty high for rookie quarterbacks. When you look at his numbers, is that something that seems obtainable to you? I mean, everything's obtainable. I don't ever put a limit to anything. It's just depending on what coach needs me to do. Uh, and what our offense, uh, capa offensive capabilities are. So I don't look at his numbers and say, okay, I got to eclipse those numbers. That's not my goal. Um, I definitely want us to go out and be successful and win games. So whatever I have to do to make sure that happens, I'm willing to do it. But, you know, a lot of famous athletes, Emmett Smith would traditionally write down a number that he would want to attain. Now, he's a running, he was obviously a running back. Are there numbers, though, that you kind of think like, ah, these would be good milestones to hit? I just don't do that. I never set personal goals because my personal goal is always to help the team win. Uh, so I don't ever put a number out there. It's easier for a running back because when they hand you the ball, you, you're not doing anything else. You're running the ball. So if he wants to run for 2,000, 1,500 yards, that's, that's a, a goal that they can set. As a quarterback, I'm not going to set a yardage number because I might exceed it. I'm not going to set a, a touchdown uh, mark because I might exceed that. So I never put a limit to anything and say, hey, I want to make sure I get this many. I want to do what I have to do to help us win. Let's set a number, though. Let's say 15 rushing touchdowns. <laughs> why? So I break Cam Newton's record? I'm, I don't, I'm, that's why you're saying that. I'm, I'm just grabbing an arbitrary number. I mean, it's just if you play for records and accolades and awards, uh, eventually you get lost in the translation. Uh, but when you can play for your team and sacrifice for the guys next to you and not worry about those kind of things, they come to you. Uh, I don't think I've ever gone. In, I didn't go into this past season saying, hey, I want to win the Heisman. Mm -hmm. It came to us because we were able to go out and be successful as a team. So sometimes it happens that way. And another guy you're going to always be linked with, Andrew Luck, went number one. I remember you at the Super Bowl got a little upset when I already conceded that Luck was going to go to the Colts. That was my fault. You're, you're right. But is there some sort of competition there? Do you Obviously, you're going to try to win games. You're not going to worry about it. But a little bit in your mind, do you kind of want to beat his numbers? Uh, not his numbers. Um, and if I ever get a chance to face him, uh, and I don't include the preseason game, uh, but if I get a chance to face him in the regular season or the playoffs or something like that, I'm going to want to beat, beat him. But I'm not just going to want to beat him. I'm going to want to beat every quarterback that mm -hmm. I face. Uh, so me and him, we know it's a competition. We can be cool off the field, but we know once we step on the field, uh, there's no smiling. You know, we might shake hands and you know wish each other good luck, but we're competitors. You're playing fantasy football, and you got a choice between yourself and Andy Luck. Who do you go with? <laughs> I don't play fantasy football, but I'd be an idiot to not say myself. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with myself because I believe in what I can do. I believe in you too, and it. 
How has the working relationship been with Mike Shanahan so far? Had great success with mobile quarterbacks in the past, Jake Plummer, John Elway, Steve Young. What's that relationship been like? Oh, it's been great. You know, you can learn a lot from a guy like that who's won Super Bowls and, and been with great teams and great organizations. So uh, he's definitely trying to turn things around for the Washington Redskins. But uh, the one thing the guys have to realize is it's not just him. It's us. We have to make sure we make the decision to make that change because coaches don't make plays. Mm-hmm. They draw them up. Players make plays. And uh, that's what we got to get back to. You know, and as uh, what coaches do do is they sub in running backs. And as a fantasy player, you know, it gets a little annoying. Mike Shanahan, he pulls the Shanahan against. Is there any way you can convince him? Pick one running back and stick with him. I think there is a way, but it's not up to him. It's not up to me. It's up to that guy. Uh, he wasn't subbing Terrell Davis in and out. Terrell Davis wasn't a first-round draft pick. You know, Terrell Davis showed him that, hey, I can be your guy. And I think that's the challenge when it comes to Halu, Royster, um, you know, Tim Hightower, uh, Tristan Davis, all these guys that, that are in that backfield. It's, it's up to them to decide who's going to be the guy. And that's a challenge that I think they're all willing to take on. Well, who would you say would be the top guy going in right now? A lot of people like Roy Halu. He had some flashes last year. How's he been looking so far? Uh, Halu's been looking good. Um, but, you know, of course, if Tim Hightower comes back healthy, he's the guy. Uh, you know, no doubt, because he runs with a lot of passion, and he's a great leader. Uh, but I think uh, after him, it's it's Halu, you know, uh, Royster Davis, and then, of course, the, the rookie, Alfred Morris. Uh, all those guys will have a shot. Um, but, you know, like you said, he might pull the sh- sh- uh, Shanahanigans, but, uh, but we'll see what happens. I think, I think one guy will emerge, one or two guys will emerge, and it'll go from there. One or two guys, you won't tell us who it is, but there is one or two guys. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on you. Yeah, I mean, I think if Tim, Tim Hightower is healthy, and from what I've seen, he looks like he's going to be healthy, he'll be the guy. Uh, and then if not him, it's probably going to be uh, a Halu. But don't count out those other guys. I've seen them work. I know the hunger that they have. And uh, if they get their shot, they're going to make the most of it, kind of like a, a Ruben Drones did in mm-hmm. Denver or a, a Mike Anderson. Those guys came out of nowhere, supposedly. Um, but it's just a product of what Mike Shanahan can do and, and the, the running back coach, Bobby Turner, is one of the best around. And you heard it straight from him. Tim Hightower in your drafts. Otherwise, we're blaming you. <laughs> nice guy, that RG3. Met him at the Super Bowl. He, he really seemed like a sharp character. I might, you know the question I asked him when I met him? Um, in Indianapolis was the Baylor uniforms and yes. the Cal Bears. They but Aaron Rodgers has uh, the, the the uniform as well, where they or he didn't wear, it, but now they both have those those big scratch marks on them because they're the Bears. Both right. teams are the Bears, and they have these huge scratch marks on the pants and on the jerseys and stuff. And I said to him, to Griffin. What gives with this? Were you because the message that you're sending is even though you're the Bears, you look like you were attacked by the bear. It doesn't look like you're a bear yeah. unless you got in a fight with another bear. Or are we supposed to assume that you, as a Baylor bear, got in a fight with another bear and this is the result? And you should see the other guy kind of thing. That's you should a, see the other bear. Question. Or was it another beast altogether? And you survived it, and we should uh, and you honor should you in see that. The, you should see where the other beast is now. Or those self-inflicted wounds. Right. Did, are we to imagine that that's what happened? And he had a great response. He quoted some some fancy literature 
to to shoot me down about that. You know, you know what they say about uh, you steal yourself against one another, and then your it was a quote of right. something from, like I say, from one of your fancy books. Right. Hansel. Well, he's a very intelligent man. I know he is, um, and uh, so, but I, and now that I'm thinking about it, he showed me up, and I don't like him anymore. Huh. No. So, so RG three, what do you where, where do you come down? I, this is a big debate we have to have a proper debate, but Avengers. Hall of Justice. Will you see these movies? Will you see the Avengers first of all? Uh, I would like to. Yes, I didn't see it either. I, didn't I missed see it. it. I would the like Hall to. of Justice, the Justice League, the Hall of Justice. They're both. Right. It's the same. They that works both. They have two names there. All right. I know it is the Justice League. I never heard the Hall of Justice before. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, you've never heard that when you watch the old comic, uh, the old uh, no. cartoon. No. All right, you know what? Let's not get caught up in that. Let's wrap the show up here. Number 78, we honor the player who wears the episode number best. We are on episode number 78. Handsome, who are the NFL dignitaries who wore 78? Because, of course, we're now into the territory where there is no NBA or it's a baseball player. There's some random hockey players that get up this high, but uh, but pretty much we're left to college and pro football here. As a as a Dolphins fan, you know, for many years, watched Dan Marino getting chased down by Bruce Smith, uh, who wore the number 78. He, he him, he, he's, a, he's a pretty good choice, I would say, at 78. Well, I grew up watching Dwight White, yep. member of the original Steel Curtain. Of course, people think the Steel Curtain is supposed to honor the whole defense, but the Steel no, Curtain proper is line. just that front four, that L.C. Yeah. Green with Dwight White, Fats Holmes, Mean Joe. Is your original front four. Anthony Munoz, generally regarded as the greatest left tackle in NFL history. Black tie. You have any thoughts here? I know you're busy uh, liking somebody's uh, Angry Birds game there. Yeah, right? you need to. No, no, stop. That was last week's joke. Uh-huh. Um, I already but, uh, made that one? Dang. Yeah, you did. That was 78. Now, really, can I go with uh, two players? Cristiano Ronaldo and Kobe Bryant. So, Cristiano Bryant. Seven, eight. Does that work? Nope. That's nope. ridiculous. Oh, sorry. It's a fun. It's a fun try you had there, yeah. and I and I'm happy that you're semi lucid enough to actually participate <laughs> on some level in our conversation. Hey, I'm, I hey, think this. I think we're headed in the right direction. Why, I for I don't like this whole perception about me that I'm just here just to be here. I actually like being here, guys. I've been working. How come hard. you haven't quite created a Twitter handle then yet? I do have a Twitter handle. No, we don't care about your personal oh, Twitter. Wow. We want you to so you can feel Speaking tweets. Speaking of, Wilk was on the show for once, and you guys gave Wilk him tie. a t- yeah. You guys gave him a Twitter shout out on his handle, and I I didn't give him one. Fans well, did. No, no, no. You guys are like, oh, what's your Twitter handle, Wilk? You uh, guys never asked me what my Twitter handle was. Because because you were told you need to come up oh with your gosh. own. We have to come up with one. I'm for working on it. There's a, a process. It's a process. I'm working on it. All right? I'm working on that. I'm working on my remix. All I do is work for the show, all right. and I, I get all the heat. Just don't put any underscores in your Twitter. I hate underscores. Well, I'm with you on that one. No more underscores for you or anyone else. No more yellow in my eggs being left behind in the salad bar. Okay. I think we've achieved I a great that, deal uh, here. Yeah, we've, we've and no more got- spice on the curly fries. That's something else we lost sight of, but I, we don't have time to deal with it now thanks to rank for catching up with uh, those two fellas aj hawk robert griffin the third to hanzoos and sessler from around the league thanks to them black tie and handsome hank i thought you did a gangbusters job here today thank you for having me dave i'm i'm off back to see my uh, country mates in the uk so i'll see you in a couple weeks oh that's right you mentioned that you're off to the uk so i'm glad we got some good quality time in here with you before uh, you depart but it's going to be even harder now to, to get off the spike it's like i'm a mm-hmm. uh, hooked on the smack and i just and now i've been going real hardcore the cold turkey is going to be rough i'll bring you something back from the uk to to pretzels 
We that, that's not possible. All right, no pretzels, but uh, he'll bring us back a gift. You heard it here, so uh, it's on the record. He has to do it. All right, listen, football fans. Can I get some Maltesers, Henry? Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Some more what? Maltesers. What is that? Candy. Right, maybe I'll bring Chocolate. you some. Oh, chocolate! I don't yeah. like malted chocolates. You know they have the best chocolate in the world, right? The Ameri- American chocolate is awful. Well, England, Germany, Switzerland. I thought, Ameri- yeah, Switzerland. American chocolate is awful. Switzerland's number one, but England's yeah. probably coming. Really, I like dark three. chocolate though. Oh, can you can you help can you, can you help me out there? Chocolate. That's what I like. I don't like. I'm milk chocolate is for the common man, not damn shit. Right. I'm fancy. I like the dark chocolate. Yeah. All right, so so some of that if you please. All right, look, enough's enough. We'll be back with uh, a new episode or two for you next week. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.